0: The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com/kurtjmac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Oink woof, oink woof. Indeed, we have a reinforced. Heidi hole here today. Apparently, I don't know why he's the cobblestone there, but we are breaking out, and we are going to continue. Okay, that's a burning skeleton and a normal pig. Uh, we are going to continue walking west to the farlands here today, in episode five hundred sixteen. Everybody, episode five hundred sixteen is upon us, and yeah, Wolfie's excited. Let us continue east, uh, west. All right. Let's consult the compass. Uh, while we're here, let's let's uh, obtain some resources. But yes, it is episode five sixteen, and today is, I think, or at least my notes are telling me, today is Thursday, Thursday, October eighth. Is it the 8th? Is it October 8th, 2015, Thursday? Because <laughs> it was kind of a mistake, an unintentional mistake, as most mistakes tend to be, uh, that I went on a little bit of a, a, a side note about how I mixed up the days for last Saturday's episode, and then I got the day right, it was Tuesday, but then I got the date wrong. <laughs> oh man, I did the math wrong in my head. Uh, that's that's the one the one problem, I suppose with uh, whoa, with uh recording these a day early now is that uh, I've got to do math in my head before I start the episode but I'm I'm fairly certain I'm at least 45% sure that today the day this episode is being released is Thursday October 8th 2015 and we will be continuing to the far lands but not before we say hello to this cactus Floating block of sand! Floating block of sand! You are really actually quite high up there. Ow! Neat! I wonder what happens if I update the block beneath it? Does anything happen? No, nothing happens. Alright, well... It's a... eclipse! (laughs) A, a, A granular eclipse, named for the fact that the grains of sand there we go. Total. Oh, almost total. Partial. It's a annular eclipse. I'm afraid uh, it doesn't. Whoop, Wolfie's pushing me around. Doesn't quite. Doesn't quite match up. You know, I've been watching. If I can. If I can be a little bit uh, pedantic surrounding video games. Nobody is ever that way surrounding video games. Uh, I have been watching a few. I've been checking in on live streams and a few people playing that. Uh, the episodic. What is up with the episodic games, anyway? But the episodic game. What? What's the deal? <laughs> the, the episodic. What the heck is it called? Life is strange or something, with the time-travelling teenage girls or whatever. Uh, and and spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, at some point, there is a <laughs> what is called a, an unscheduled eclipse, like solar eclipse, and and as the teenagers. Gaze longingly into the distance uh, over this solar eclipse. <laughs> they're they're very concerned. Uh, although, if there was, first of all, these things aren't scheduled. <laughs> it's not like we call up the sun and the moon and we're like, Are "You guys doing anything in in 2017? Could you could, would you mind doing like a full total eclipse uh, over over the, the the Americas here, maybe?" <laughs> scheduled, <laughs> but. Uh, But yeah, that would kind of... uh, Then they seem to go about their days. Uh, If there's suddenly a solar eclipse where there Oh, Wolfie's stuck in the water, I think. When there there wasn't supposed to be, uh, don't bother going into school the next day. (laughs) Because the world will be pulling itself asunder and and, and science will be turned upon its head. Speaking of science being turned upon its head, look at this crazy place we're we're walking up on. But uh, yeah, first of all, there was a, a solar eclipse And in the next scene, it was that night, and there was a full moon. So, something really wacky would have to be going on, where there would be a solar eclipse, where there's a new moon, where the moon is on the same side of the Earth as the sun, and the same night, less than, let's call it six hours later, because they watched the solar eclipse at sunset, six hours later, the moon is full. That means that the moon... The Moon starts to suddenly orbit the Earth at like, once every 12 hours. The tides, the tides would be would be wacky and crazy and, and, and all the coastal lands would have some sort of a field day with, with whatever was going on with the tides. Oh, this is all floating here, isn't it neat? Whoa, watch where you're walking, Kurt looking up,, and into a pool of lava. This is a neat, neat, floaty thing. It's a neat floaty thing, neat floaty thing indeed, with chickens on board. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm 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 uh, taking too much from uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson there in being so critical of of media's portrayal of astronomy. But that struck me as a little weird, doesn't it? Am I the only one? I'm not going to play that game, by the way. But am I the only one? Well. If I was playing that game. That would be like a whole three-episode tirade. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can understand the girl traveling through time and being able to change her decisions. But let's stop a minute here with the moon suddenly eclipsing and then in the same breath being a full moon. Uh, Either there's two moons or maybe the eclipse wasn't caused by the moon at all and we've got some sort of Independence Day situation, spacecraft... Happening upon us, uh, I have a feeling that society and science would uh, be kind of throwing a fit and not just being like, "Well, better continue with our lives. <laughs> can't can't stop going to work and going to school if if astronomy and gravity and and the laws of physics have all torn themselves asunder. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, it, it was kind of a whole. I, I talked about it for for at length. The uh, trying to come up with a reasonable explanation for the Minecraft Moon, because it is constantly on the opposite side of the Minecraft planet, but it changes phases somehow. So we were trying to figure out maybe it's maybe it's not maybe it's not orbiting the Minecraft planet. Perhaps it's locked in an opposite Lagrange point. Uh, but then that really doesn't specifically. Uh, makes sense with the phases, unless it is kind of undulating in that Lagrange point and every now and again travels into the, the planet's shadow. I don't know. Kind of weird, but uh, yeah, I, I could I could go on and on and on about that. But but anyway, it's just a little observation I made. Uh, another observation I made is that we are continuing to raise money for Child's Play charity. Wow, <laughs> that's a stretch, Kurt. <laughs> We are up to, uh, we just said uh, the last episode past 10%, but now we are up to $6,337.64 raised for Child's Play Charity this season. We're trying to raise $60,000, and uh, we're uh, quite on our way to do so. So I do appreciate the continued support over at farlandsbus.com is where you can donate. That all goes directly to Child's Play Charity. You can learn more about them specifically at childsplaycharity.org. They help get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, uh, and and uh, families in, in shelters is another initiative they've taken up in the last few years, uh, and and all that amazing stuff run by by great people uh, over there that I I have the uh, the the very uh, what's the word I'm looking for privilege <laughs> honor to uh, to at least talk to uh, every time I go to a, a PAX. They tend to be there and get to talk to them and get updates about what I'm doing and what they're doing and uh, very very kind folk who run that and uh, really good charity. You know they have less than a five percent overhead, so of the the cash donations, you can be rest assured that ninety five percent of your cash donations actually turns around and turns into the that they're doing, as opposed to some other charities you may find is far less than that, perhaps even less than half, because the rest goes to salaries and and administration fees and and advertising and and, uh, sponsorships and, you know, that stuff that might not be 100% in line with their actual cause. Uh, What's that site called? Charity... Charity... Uh... Mm. Charity report card, or uh, what is that called? Charity tracker. Charity. There's there's a website that that gives you all the the lowdown on, uh, you know, if you want to if you want to donate to a charity and you want to check to make sure they're on the up and up and they get a lot of what they do actually goes to what they do and they're a legit nonprofit and uh, or whatever. What is it called? You'll let me know in the comments what it's called, but it is something like Charity Ratings, Charity Report Card, something like that. Uh, but uh, Child's Play Charity uh, ranks pretty high on... You know, they look at their transparency of their their funding, and etc., etc., etc. But, uh, yeah. Speaking of the sun setting, let's turn around and see what phase the moon is in. See, it's got that weird shadow. That's not really an eclipse shadow. That's more of a a light source shadow, like the sun should actually be over there, if that's the way we're being illuminated. I don't know. I don't know, Minecraft. I'm starting to to lose faith in your dedicated, realistic portrayal of real life. (laughs) Oh, brother. But, uh, yeah, I suppose if the Minecraft world is completely flat, then maybe the moon is just completely flat, and it is kind of just moving at an angle to us. You know, like you're holding a sheet of paper and you angle it, and then the shadow appears. I don't know. Uh, let's go to sleep. Speaking of shadows, we are deep within the shadow, and uh, we'll continue in the morning. <laughs> and uh, astronomical crazinessness. <laughs> astronomical crazinessness. Speaking speaking of uh, the flat Minecraft world, I forgot to mention this in the last episode. I heard about it before the last episode, but I forgot to mention it. A a fan of Far Lands or Bust and a, a YouTuber himself who goes by the the name and and the channel of Pi three one four one five nine two six five three five eight nine seven eight. I'll just call you Pi from now on. Are we on a first name basis? But he has uploaded a video. With a, a tutorial and and a, a kind of a fix for this this jitteriness that I actually can't show you now because I'm in a boat, but the jitteriness as we get further and further from zero zero, the jitteriness. Uh, what, in every single episode of Far Lands or Bust, at least one or two people comments, why is it so glitchy? Why is it so laggy? Why so much lag? Up, update your computer. Uh, is, is the video messed up? Uh, is the video player, Is YouTube screwed something up? No, no. These are the effects of getting so far away from your spawn point as your, your coordinates get so large, they are held in a float, uh, a floating number, a floating point number, and as that number gets bigger and bigger, you lose points and points, and you lose precision and precision, uh, and that's where we get the jitteriness from. Apparently, apparently, Pi has uploaded this video where he went through the actual Minecraft code and, and and found that, in fact, they they programmed in, they wanted to use double precision, which is a different type of coordinate precision. I'm speaking uh, with with mild misunderstanding probably here, but of what I watched in his video, there is a part of the code where it says, okay, the player's position shall be recorded in the game with double precision. Uh, With that, there wouldn't be this jitteriness because it isn't a floating point precision. But then later on in the code, they apparently forgot about the double precision thing uh, I'm not sure if this is this is notch or one of the other people came in or whatever whoever we can blame on this let's let's blame notch uh no <laughs> uh later on in the code, instead of calling back to that double precision, they instead make it a float precision and reintroduce the jitteriness. So it seems as though they intended they intended not to have this be an issue. But they kind of forgot about it and and now we get the jitteriness like this and the the block selection is uh, Right now we are two texture pixels off in say another 400 episodes. It's gonna be four pixels off But anyway, Pi actually went in made an edit to this file or or files to then recall the, the double precision And it fixes it it completely fixes, and he he proved it by actually putting himself like at the twelve million block mark near the Farlands, within within almost eye of the Farlands, and uh, he shows what it's like before when it's like literally a full pixel off. It's really weird looking, like the textures don't even move. It's like when you see a spinning wheel and it moves so fast that it matches like the frame rate of your camera that it doesn't look like it's spinning anymore. The same effect happens with the textures, because they're jumping a block per jitter. That means it doesn't look like they're moving at all, so you're like walking on a, a, a treadmill, it looks like. It's a really neat effect, uh, but apparently he has fixed this. He ha- You know, he's pretty much saying he thinks this is what they intended. This is what the Minecraft uh, creators, not whoever was doing the code at the time, intended, but they... they, they misplaced the float back in there Uh, So that's very interesting and of course everybody's sending this to me Uh, He even calls out and said, oh, maybe Kurt can use this if he wants to Uh, He doesn't feel like it's a mod. It's actually how the game was technically intended Uh, It's it's kind of just editing the uh, the source code to make it work as it was intended Uh, It doesn't change the the generation of the terrain the, the Far Lands still remain, but uh, it, it's very interesting, it's very interesting, and and I do appreciate him for... Oh gosh darn it, hold on a minute. Frickin', sorry, <laughs> NVIDIA drivers, new driver is available. Nuts to you! I installed that and nothing works, I tell you what, but, uh, sorry, Diversion! But yeah, he says, uh, you know, I could download this this file and just uh, replace this and it will affect nothing else in the game. All the terrain generation is the same, it just, it just affects the uh, the floating point thing. and And I could use it if I wanted to. And everybody's been sending it to me and says, oh, you should use this, you should use this, you can use this. Not right now, at least. I don't feel like, I know it is for some, but I don't feel like the jitteriness is enough of a problem to be doing such things right now. Um, possibly eventually, ask me in 400 episodes when we cross the next threshold and uh, the, the jitteriness will increase double fold and will be four texture pixels off, I believe is what the next time that's gonna be, or it might just jump to eight, I don't know. But uh, yeah, ask ask me then, perhaps when it becomes that kind of a problem. It's not a problem for me right now to be playing like this. Um, and it, it's honestly kind of interesting. It is it is a a visual proof and representation that yes, this is not your normal Minecraft let's play. This is not your normal Minecraft journey. We are we are way out there. Uh, but yeah, I do appreciate that. And maybe, like I said, maybe if things get so bad, I I'll you know I'll, I'll keep that file uh, in my back pocket, and, and perhaps recall it in three or four years. But yeah, I mean that's really cool, and it was kind of really the first time I've ever seen anybody. He like showed his work. He showed the code and showed the exact lines where uh, here's doubles, and all of a sudden the floats return for whatever reason he doesn't realize or doesn't you know understand. Uh, So it's really cool, and I I do appreciate that Pi uh, for uh, for showing that. Uh, He's got a bunch of other videos on his channel too. I guess if you want to check it out, he where he does like kind of he he looks into the programming uh, of the game. Uh, He more recently looked at the difference, you know, all the different terrain sliders and what they do uh, and did a really cool time lapse thing where he just like adjusts things by one and sees all the differences on a certain uh, block of land. Kind of cool stuff uh, on his channel. Kind of like the science of of Minecraft. Uh, The literal, not in-game science, but the literal literal, like coding computer science of Minecraft. Uh, It's kind of cool stuff. But yeah, I might... uh, Maybe. Maybe. But not right now. Uh, Not right now. Like I said, I feel like we made such a big deal. We made a big monument, a threshold, when we actually went back a few episodes to to find when the changeover, when the the point floated. I guess uh, that I feel it is. It's still. It's it's an important. It's an important part of the series. No, it's an important part of the series, uh, as as it is now. I do apologize for those few people who perhaps it is unbearable to watch. I can't bear it. I can't bear to watch but that's why, like, the podcast exists and stuff, so, yeah. But yeah, that, that, that's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting to see that. Uh, also, speaking of Minecraft, uh, I'll mention briefly, there are videos. The latest uh, snapshot. A long-requested object in the game. Gliders! Are Is it, like, I haven't actually watched any of the videos. The, the, the thing I saw yesterday was Jeb tweeted a a gif of the... just uh, he was testing around. Basically, uh, capes can become wings and you can glide around. Is it gliding or can you actually like powered flight? Uh, It seemed like gliding to me, which is interesting. It was kind of one of the things that seemed interesting about that one game that everybody forgot about now, Cube World, uh, is that you could have a glider and you can jump off a perch And Glide your way down is kind of an easy way to travel. It's the only way to fly Uh, and now they're actually Seeming like that's going to be a feature in the full release Minecraft 1.9. So that's interesting. That is an interesting addition Uh, These potions all these delayed swings and weird arrows uh, and structures we talked about last uh, last episode and, and weird water temples are kind of questionable additions. This is this is something that I could see is, is a good addition because people have been asking for it for the past four years. So, uh, yeah, it looks really cool. And it looks like there is this kind of like a, a physics, like aerodynamic physics engine with the GIF I watched. I've only watched the GIF. I haven't watched any videos yet. Perhaps I should have before I started talking about it people like doc and sethbling have uploaded uh, snapshot videos to show the changes uh, but it seems like there is like some sort of physics there seems like there is a momentum and lift working there uh, i did i did make quite the twitter joke i am quite the the one-line jokester with that gif i retweeted the gif and said gliding gliding into your into your dms like get it like sliding into your dms but gliding get it jokes jokes because it was kind of a funny thing where it was just a... it's an image of one of the end buildings and then suddenly this Minecraft character comes flying towards the, the camera. Ah, oh, jeez. I'm great, aren't oh. I? I just... please, stay tuned. I many more cheesy jokes like that to come, but uh, yeah, that's kind of an interesting addition. That That's something in the snapshots that I'm actually looking forward to trying. Uh, So stay tuned for many, many fails in that. I'm sure you can probably die if you hit the ground too hard, right? Uh, So yeah, that'll, that'll be neat. Wow, it's the land of the pigs! Let us sleep amongst the pigs. And then we'll continue in the morning and we'll actually have some questions from Child's Play charity donors. Woof! Woof indeed! Oh, it's still the same phase. Hmm. Interesting. That, too. It's kind of like random. The phases that the moon goes through. Make up your mind! Universe! (laughs) And... Awakeness. And a Glidersness. Oops, I've done this wrong because now I'm four blocks up and gonna take some damage. Alright, let's try to fix this. Alright, Wolfie, you're gonna have to get out of the way. Alright. Whoa, why can't I walk off? I'm not holding shift. I can't walk off the edge. What is happening? I'm pressing W. Why why can't I walk off this edge? Oh I'm like shifting. Uh-oh. Oh! That's why. Uh-oh, keyboard. Alright. Let's not I, I that was weird, I was stuck shifting. <laughs> I was very confused. I'm like, oh my god, something broke. Why can't I walk off the edge? Ooh. Oh that's not what I, I meant to place the block. Whoops. Alright, I am not great at this video game. <laughs> That's what I was I was trying to do was jump off the edge and then go like that so that it wouldn't take fall damage, but I failed. I have failed you, I'm so sorry. We've got a question here from well a few questions from Xavier Penguin. Or ex Xavier Penguin. Have I been saying it all wrong? Oh, this entire time, I'm, I'm so sorry. Has asked, would you rather be ignorant and happy, or knowledgeable and never fully content? Well, I know what I already am, so <laughs> I don't know that I have much of a choice. Um, probably knowledgeable. With with knowledge comes great responsibility. Oh, I touched a squid. You know. Um <laughs> I don't know why I got such a kick out of that but <laughs> oh man <laughs> This is the only reason I make videos my friends it's to crack myself up. Hey, it's another floating block of sand, floating block of sand. You should talk to the other floating block of sand cuz it was a little bit more impressive. Um So, yeah, let's... I I accept the burden of knowledge. Would you rather be a vegetarian or only be able to eat meat? Like, you can't... like, I couldn't eat potato chips, it would have to be beef jerky. Uh, I feel like I would die... a rather gruesome and heart attack filled life if I was only able to eat meat. So I'd rather be a vegetarian. I'd actually like to try being a vegetarian. But I don't know if I have the gumption to do such things. I, it's not as hard as it seems, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of just culture and and marketing that makes it feel like it's harder than it seems. But it's something I'd like to do. I just maybe I need like a friend or something. I need a friend who who like is already vegetarian or vegan to to hold my hand through the process. It's so scary. Um, but yeah i'd rather be vegetarian would you rather have the ability to fly or the ability to read people's minds i have a feeling being able to read people's minds would be a window that you wouldn't want to open for uh, we we tend to see a bit of people's minds on the 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 internet that we don't we'd rather not see. So I'd like to fly. That seems like something that could impress a lot of people. So a lot of floating blocks today. Floating block of dirt. Floating block of dirt. You're trying to uh, upstage the floating block of sand. See, this is more of a, a transit of Venus happening right here. A little bit smaller across the face of the sun. Yes. It's clip. <laughs> it's transit and eclipse day here in Far Lands, bust. All eclipses all the time. So yes, thank you Xavier Penguin. I think he said he... or they, I'm sorry, they asked that based on, I think, Chad and Aurelian do some sort of Would You Rather Minecraft game series or something? I don't know, but uh, alright, so those are the Would You Rather questions of the day. Otake has asked, or Zero Take, What is your... ah, oh, oh, there goes the rest of that. Oh, I didn't take another... Oh gosh, these boots. These boots are, are made for falling and they're not going to last very long because of it. What's your opinion of citizen science? Lay people helping scientists to gather data or, or conducting their own research? I've answered this a few times and I said I do... I, I see no negatives from it to be honest with you. Uh, the, the whole galaxy zoo thing and then there's there's all different zoos that come from that. There are the, the the programs where you kind of donate your computer's CPU cycles for finding you know prime numbers or examining data from SETI or uh, you know what, what's the other one Folding at Home, SETI at Home, all those at home programs. Uh, I I see no problem with it. There's even you know the Moon Zoo where you you're given high resolution images of our moon, and you, you try to find all the craters so that they can have a, a detailed catalog of where the specific craters are and their sizes and uh, stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, I don't I don't, I, I don't, see a single... I can't think of a single negative out of it. Uh, it has been proven to be accurate. You know, a lot of people might say, oh, these people aren't trained to do this, that, or the other. Well, Sure, there's, there may be a few either bad eggs or, or uh, inaccurate folks in the group, but when you overall make it a crowd-scienced thing, and through the law of like averages and, and stuff, overall the data you get is is far better even than one you would get from a computer program identifying galaxies or, or objects in the sky or craters on the moon and stuff like that. So I I, I don't see why that wouldn't be a positive at all. And then, of course, there's... probably not citizen science, but then there's, you know, schools and, and uh, students sending up experiments to the International Space Station or up on those little CubeSats. Uh, that's all always an interesting thing to get involved in. There's, there's even the, the camera on Juno going to Jupiter that is going to be... it's kind of an educational and outreach camera that will be, uh, you know, handed over to students will be able to choose targets for photography when it finally reaches Jupiter uh, and it isn't necessarily it's an outreach instrument. It's not necessarily going to be used for specific science or anything like that, but it's an out- outreach instrument that always gets kids and students and the younger generations interested in the science and and perhaps a path for their own exploration and career and future or whatever. So thumbs up all around for citizen science, I'd say. I'd say, indeed. Dark glasses asks, "Are you surprised that Wolfie has survived this long?" Uh, I'm not surprised because of all the things I have to do to maintain Wolfie. If I if I just like didn't feed or care or uh, try to avoid cactuses and stuff like that, uh, then yeah, I would be surprised if it, it if Wolfie had lasted this long without any player guidance it is kind of like one of those missions in a video game where you have to babysit somebody get them through the minefield or whatever uh, and there's certainly a minefield here in farlands of bust But yeah uh not 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 really surprised it's it's an interesting yet again it's just another interesting thing about the series it's not just me walking to the farlands just some random lone dude he's also got to be carrying carrying the weight of a fro- of of a frozen yogurt of a four-legged uh, of a four-legged uh, companion along with him what were your favorite flob episodes to record to record not necessarily the outcomes or the episodes themselves but to record Huh, i've not, I've, I've honestly not thought about this before oh that's a skeleton over there got to go I saw his head peek out. Um, probably like the the special episodes. The Nether episode was fun to record because I didn't know how it was going to turn out, and then it ended up turning out pretty exciting. And it, it kind of, as a whole, I was kind of worried I was taking too long building the the, the end or the the Nether portal. Uh, too busy talking about stuff before actually getting to it but it really kind of followed what would be a great storyline you know the we established the plot the plot thickened um, the you know there was a, a problem and I slowly worked to a solution and then I finally went into the nether in a great climactic uh moment and then things started to you know, Things started to go wrong, and we started to get shot at by by ghasts and things, and and the hero fought back, took down a ghast, and at the last moment, just before his his uh, nether portal got blown to smithereens by a ghast explosion, he he finally made it out and and everything was okay. It was a very you know, one of those things that you just simply can't plan. And uh, you know that sort of stuff was fun, um, but I mean, uh, it, it's hard to say. I've, it, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know. It was a fun episode to record until after I'm done recording it. Kind of, I guess. That's how that cookie grumbles. Oh, careful, lovey. Ooh, oh, chaos. Whoop! Hello, tree. Nice to see you. Uh, speaking of trees, let's try to get out of the densest part of this forest. It's so a nice little valley here. Um, Should we try to make it over this ridge or does it all look the same? So yeah, that's hard to say. The... The season... F- three or four? See The season four... Here we go. Oh no. Uh, oh no. Alright, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, and let's dig oh. in. Phone going off. Oh. Oh, dang. Woof. Yes, I know, Wolfie. We're getting there. Uh, how about you have a seat? No, have a seat. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the season four premiere, I suppose you could call it, was very fun. But that wasn't, you know, that actually took some production to do that flyover when we were uh, the very dramatic music, the dramatic flyover of where we had gone. To invoke the hidey-hole paradox, the dramatic music, the whole kind of TARDIS sequence—I I guess I could call it—you know—that was fun. That was fun. That was a lot of work, but it was fun to record, and then fun to see the outcome and the reactions uh, from that. I feel that turned out well, uh, and then the kind of the subsequent episodes of seeing where we'd been. Uh, or or whatever was was kind of neat, you know a uh, kind of a a journey through through time. There we go. Cathedral ceilings here in this episode's final Heidi hole. <laughs> oh man this episode was fun to record. I certainly entertained myself back there with that that joke that I don't even remember what I was laughing about so much. but uh yeah. Thank you, uh, everybody, for these donations and, of course, your questions. Uh, When you donate to Child's Play Charity, you can leave a question in the comment box and I will get to it shortly, or longly, depending, uh, in a a future episode of Far Lands or Busts. Giving me things to talk about, things to do here, because it's a long journey and the the jitteriness will get worse. Uh, That is until we perhaps implement the jitteriness fix. (laughs) Who knows? Only time will tell, and I hope you stick around, hopefully, to find out. Wolfie does, too. Wolfie wants to see you, because he's gonna last much longer, too. And y'all will be so surprised. Right? Yep, Wolfie. Good job. So, yeah. This has been episode 516 of Far Lines or Busts. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you... next time! <laughs> I touched a squid, you know.